Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Tamara Brown. Who am I? I am an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blah Diaries, Broke, Lonely, Angry, and Horny, Turning Your Mess into a Masterpiece. So guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about what the heck is love anyway. All this week, we will be talking about love. I say love. I got love on my mind. And I'm not just talking. I'm talking love as far as in relationships and what, how sometimes we don't know the definition of what we deserve. So I wanted to talk about that all this week. And so Blood Diaries is going to have a ha 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 topic. I say ha 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 topic. But anyway, so let me just give you a little bit about my background. Um, I am an author, but I've been through some stuff. Y'all know that. Um, And it's all about that L-O-V-E-E-E word, right? And one of the things that I've learned is I've tolerated a lot of stuff in relationships, right? I have dealt with toxic relationships, right? Not only in just with the man that... I'm having sex with, (laughs) but with friends, with family. Um, And so everything that I divide up isn't because these things have taken effect on me is in personal relationships, intimate relationships, friendships, as well as relationships with your children, because that level of love, there's different levels of love. and And I was doing a lot of research on it. So I have a poll out and has society lost the definition of love? Now, I'm going to tell you my answer. I'm not going to even sit here and pretend. Hell to the yes. Society has lost their mind. We think that love <laughs> constitutes being with money, which is a nice thing sometimes. But we have lost that definition. And, and I'm going to tell you why we've lost it. It's confusing. You know, we got, you know, we have so many um, pictures of love or examples of fake love that we have totally written, rewritten the rules of love. Um, I was thinking about Beyonce and Jay-Z and their relationship, right? So, you know, Jay-Z didn't put Beyonce through some things. Now, we thinking that this is the perfect, perfect couple. They got money. They got honey. They got babies. They got moolah. And so in the beginning, their love story was the story that every ghetto, and when I say ghetto, I mean every urban fiction novel wrote about, right? Um, everybody wanted, they wanted relationship goals like Beyonce and Jay-Z. And then they found out that he, even though he was drunk in love, he was drunk and cheating on her too, right? Because... And it has become accepted. It has said, you know what? He going to cheat. He going to have, you know, his thing. But we still together. So if anybody's ever, ever, ever seen uh, my favorite show. And I'm going to tell you, it is my favorite show because it makes me laugh all the time. (laughs) Um, In Living Color. And so it shows the old couple um, sitting in the chair. And she's trying to kill him. He's trying to hurt her. But at the end, they say, we still together. See, I think that 
when we get into these toxic relationships, we want the title of we still together. But in the relationship, it's obvious that it's over. The relationship is straight over, but some of us are holding on because if we leave, then we're going to let our, our, our exes, we're going to let our exes and our family members and everybody else. First of all, we so busy trying to prove family, friends, cousins, uncles, um, the chick that he cheating with wrong, that we're going to stay forever and a day. How many of you are staying in a toxic relationship? That y'all know damn well y'all should get out of. I've been there, so I'm not listening. This ain't no judgment zone, cause believe me, you staying in that relationship, and you like, cause my family, I gotta prove my family wrong. And I'm gonna tell you what's happening. There's a whole bunch of unhappy folks in a relationship, and I and I I, I kid y'all not. It's a whole bunch of unhappy folks. In a relationship, because they're trying to prove people wrong. That is the biggest mistake you can make in your life. Because if I'm in this relationship, and I know damn well we ain't happy together. He don't like me, and I don't particularly like him. But when I walk outside, I'm putting on this front, and I'm putting on a front for the book. Like, we still together, but we unhappy. Or if some of y'all are in relationships for convenience because you ain't got nowhere else. And especially dudes and sometimes girls too. Let's keep it real. That some of y'all are in these relationships because y'all ain't got nowhere to go. And y'all, ain't go, y'all not good at paying rent. So if you're not good at paying rent, you don't want to be homeless. So now I need this because it is convenient. All right. I'm going to stay in this relationship because baby, <laughs> it's real out there in the cold, cold world. And I ain't got no monies. So I need to stay here and tolerate this ugly chick stuff. And this ugly dude stuff. And I don't really like him. And she don't really like me. But we're going to stay together. Because we don't have enough. Lastly. And girls, ladies and gentlemen. This grinds my gears. You in a relationship. But you in a You in a, a marriage. But you in a relationship. With the mistress. So let me say that again. You're in a marriage, but you're in a relationship with the mistress. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the most disrespectful. It's Sunday, so I ain't going to curse. It's the most disrespectful thing that you can do. Men, ladies, if you don't want the marriage, they got this divorce. It costs, I heard it costs $400. A friend of mine told me that. You do not have to stay in a marriage. Like, how the hell are you in a marriage and a relationship? That makes no sense to me. It's so disrespectful. Maybe because I've been cheated on on numerous times that it it grinds my gears. So, if you're married, you got the person's last name. And I don't want to hear that you got the divide and I'm going to lose and the kids going to get hurt. The kids are being hurt because you're spending more time with your mistress than your relationship and your marriage. So, she already winning, right? So leave the marriage. It's it's really simple. People make it difficult because they have things to lose. They don't want to look bad. But you're already looking fucked up. 
You just ain't get caught yet, but you look fucked up. I'm just, okay, I got to say it. You just look toe up. Because you're in this marriage, you're unhappy, you don't want this woman, you, she, she might want you, you love her, you pretending. And you got a mistress that you're traveling with and you're making love to and you, you build a whole new life. Then dump the marriage. I, 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 I think that we, the action behind love, and I, and I wrote this. The action behind the words, I love you, can be deceiving when it comes from the lips of someone who doesn't mean it or has a different perception of that emotion, which is fooling many hearts. Too many people are playing boo-boo the fool, right? Because I, ugh, we used to love each other. And we got kids together. And we have a house together. And we have a car together. But you're still losing money any way you look at it, right? Because if you're in this relationship of, in this marriage that you said, I do, and you went down in front of your family, friends, and the eyes of God to say, hey, I love you. I want you. And then you go, it's in in the room. Go ask your mama. See what I, I'm on a live right here. Ask Alicia. See, guys, I, and I ain't going to edit that out because that's really the story of my life. But anyway, and you know that this is not healthy for you, right? And you know for a fact that this isn't healthy for you. You're unhappy in this marriage, but you, you're happy with your mistress. Then let go of the wife. That is so, or the husband. It's so unfair and selfish shit to stay in a marriage of convenience. And you don't love that person no more. And then people wonder why people cutting off people penises and losing their minds. You know, let me let me let me just be real. That's some unhealthy shit to put a person through that traumatic and say, I'm gonna stay in this relationship because that's greedy. That's straight greedy. And I and I know I'm at right, like if it's a part of your religious faith, like in in in, in the in the Muslim faith. They can have up to five wives. But the rules of that is, is that they have to treat those five wives equally. Meaning, you ain't going to have your wife. So, and that's, okay. That's another thing. If you have a wife and you got them, you buying the mistress's cars and paying her rent and lighting gas, but your wife is getting a light shut off every other week. She ain't got no clothes. Well, first of all, she shouldn't be tolerating that. But I'm just saying. People do it. And I think that we have to stop settling for less because he my husband. And and for these ladies that are trying to prove to their friends that they marriage work, honey, they don't matter. What matters is if you're happy. And I had to learn that the hard way. My whole thing and my whole mentality was back in the day that if I hold on to him, I won't be alone. That I had lived in a home where nobody was married at all. My mother was married, but that failed, right? Um, and I didn't want to be a statistic, right? Because that's another thing. A lot of us, are like especially African-American women, and I'm a black woman, and I'm telling you that that's my biggest fear. Never being married, right? Never saying that I have a husband, and that I'm sitting up there on statistic row saying black women. Can, and and that, that's another thing that grinds my gears. Because it has been told to us over and over again that we do not make good wives. We do not make good mates. We, do, we are not good enough. We're, by 
by black men, by people, by society. Let's, let me just say this in general, by society in general. There's so many red flags on why you should not marry a black woman that it makes us hold on to stuff. And I'm, for some, not all, that it, it's, 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 it's changed what love is. So I, I guess it, it bothers me, right? Because we are holding on to things because of what society says about us. Especially and especially women in relationships, we're holding on because we don't want to fail. I'm gonna be honest with you. I would rather fail in a relationship than be unhappy. I would rather fail and say, you know what? I'm gonna just take this one for the team and work on me. Because every time you stay in a relationship, the longer you stay in that relationship, the more damaging it is to your heart. And I'm going to say that again, the more you stay into unhealthy and toxic relationships, the more you allow him to step out on you and cheat. The, and I'm telling y'all from experience, I'm not telling you something I know. And I'm not talking about no expert book. I'm talking about what I have experienced as a mother, as a, as a woman in love with a man from the time I was 16 to 33, knowing good and damn well, it was not good. Okay. And I'm going to tell y'all how y'all know some red flags. The red flag is, is that he don't call you no more. He loses eye contact with you. Okay? He's not touching you the way he used to. And I'm not talking sexually. I'm just talking about acting like he really showing some emotion. He's like, shit, I don't care. I don't care what you do. You come in the house and y'all have one conversation in a 24-hour period. But what up? Hi. Mm. Damn, I can't stand her ass. And another thing, guys, if somebody tell you some things, believe it. And I know that, listen, I know there's some people with hater aids and, and all of that, but if we're holding on to distorted belief, our distorted belief of love to prove folks wrong, then we're losing. I would rather, I'm going to tell you something, I'd rather, have, I'd rather be in a relationship with Mr. Dildo that I ordered from a shop than be in a relationship with a human being that leaves me empty and drained. Because if you stand in that relationship for brief moments of satisfaction, you're losing. I said to um, someone a while ago that if I'm going to be in a marriage, if I'm going to be in a relationship, I want to be their peace. We are going to be each other's peace and not each other's hell because I, I can't I can't do it anymore, right? I donated time of being in it. We were each other's hell. That that I'm gonna tell you something. That's some draining. It will pull every bit of energy and it will make you look at love differently. And again, remember, love changes because of what we've experienced, right? The definition of it doesn't change, but what we've experienced with love changes how we deal with our relationships every single time so every single time that i'm in a relationship with someone and they break my heart and then we he breaks my heart and this person this this and, and he cheated he lied and we we hate each other and we talk about in the beginning we was making love breaking beds and headboards and now we we want to we fighting in the middle of the street we 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 we, we hold on to these things because it is it's, it's perfect it feels perfect, right? 
Because in the beginning, it feels good. But if it's only temporary, like literally, I want to feel, and I'm not saying that relationships are going to run and be perfect all the time. But if we can't find resolution, resolution and solutions to our problems, then I can't, I can't. So, I, you know what, babe? I don't like your kids like that. We can't be together because that's going to always be a problem. That's going to always be a problem because he don't like your kids forever and a day. This nigga is straight up telling you, listen, your badass kids is bad. Your badass kids is not what I want to deal with. I can't deal with them. They rude. They disrespectful. I can't. That's going to always be a problem in your relationship. So you need to dead that. Now, listen. Y'all don't need to be, and I know this going to be sound wrong, right? People are in relationships just so they can have sex. Let me tell you, let me tell you what I learned. And my uncle used to say this. You can bring somebody in at 11 and kick their ass out by 7. Meaning at 11 at night to 7 in the morning, you could do from 11 to 7. You could do whatever you want. Now, it don't have to be those exact times. You may not have the stamina for that. But if you are staying in a relationship so you can have sex because his penis is good, I promise you there's other penises out there that are good. I promise. With a healthy relationship. Because if that's all you're getting is temporary satisfaction of sex and then y'all punching each other in the face, then that don't make no sense to me. If you're telling each other you hate each other and you, you're biting and scratching and beating on each other and you're fighting in the street and you're drunk in love but you ain't sober in happiness, I, it makes no sense to me. So let me say that again. If you're drunk in love and sober and, and sober in unhappiness, that's some fucked up shit. And I'm just going to be real because I can't be no other way right now. What the heck is love if you're not happy? Because... I mean, I'm going to read the definition for y'all because I want to help somebody out today because too many of us are living in these unhealthy relationships and thinking that we in love. And dude, stop staying with these girls for convenience. Stop staying with her because she got money, because she got a house, and she got some food stamps, and you hungry. I'm going to just keep the fuck real. Y'all are staying with these girls because y'all hungry, y'all broke, y'all want to go to work. I'm going to keep it real. And you don't have nothing that nothing else, nobody else is going to tolerate your shit. So you staying with poor little girl until you don't want her, no old girl no more, until you don't want her and you find an opportunity. How many of you have seen that happen? Where where people are in these relation, unhealthy relationships because they ain't got nowhere to go. It's too many of them doing it and y'all wrong. Y'all playing with these girls' hearts, minds, and souls. And I'm being real. Y'all don't want her. And you know you don't want her because of the way you treat her. The way you make her feel. You don't take her out on dates. Cause, well, you don't take her out on dates for two reasons. You ain't got no money and you broke. But at the end of the day, when I had to figure out what love is, and, and again, we're going to talk about this all this week. I'm going to kind of, you know, not be as long as this because I think that love is not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. And it keeps no record to wrong, right? So let me, I, I, have, I have an issue with that. And I know that that's the Bible, so God forgive me, but you're going to keep records to wrong. 
You have to keep records of wrong so that you know what the hell is right. Okay, I'm sorry. Because if I'm with you and you have punched me in my face on several occasions, I need to keep track of that so I know not to do it again. And that's another thing. Sometimes we get confused about that. We are we are holding on to this ride or die chick. Like, I just can't understand. I, like, I can't ride all the time. I and, 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 and when I say ride, I'm a ride or die with my man. Bonnie died, son. Bonnie and Clyde is as fictional as the person who wrote it. Meaning the person wrote a story and wrote and turned it into and made millions off of it. And they dead and gone. Bonnie and Clyde is fictional. So why the hell are you riding with dude if dude ain't riding with you? And if dude, because some ain't, some, let me just tell you this. Clyde, some Clyde's ain't going to let, it's not going to die for you. Alexis. Some. I'm, y'all loud and close my door. I'm sorry, I closed the door. Yeah. Clyde is not going to, Clyde, I kid you not. Clyde is not going to sit there and he at the cliff and you at the cliff. He go like, watch it. And you like, baby, we jumping together. He going to be like, one, two, and your ass going to hit the concrete. And Clyde going to go over there with Angela. Now, y'all going to get mad at me today. And I want y'all to because I want y'all to stop using the common sense that Jesus Christ is giving you. Check your man. Is he the dude that's going to ride or die with you? And I'm going to give you some examples of how you know if he ride or die with you. Because he gives you little red flags before the big red flags come. The little red flags is number one. The lights go off. And he's sitting in the living room with you. And the white man knock on the door. And he and he, he said, listen, we got your light bill is $222. And he got a pocket full of money. And you ain't got nothing. And he say, what you going to do? And he turn off those lights and then the lights go off and he walk out and take his bags and shit. He's not riding or dying for you. Okay. Here's another scenario. Number two, the police come and he been selling crack in your house and he put the shit and throw it in your pocket and your hand. He's not riding or dying for you. And he leave. He's not your true. He not your Clyde. He not your client at all. I want y'all to understand that. And you going to jail doing 20 to life? Don't let Empire fool y'all asses. Look at what Lucius did. Some of y'all want to be Cookie, but Cookie has a fighter spirit. Some of y'all already got what Cookie got. So you can't go in there and do that big. So stop thinking that this Bonnie and Clyde mentality is going to delete. And, and, and hold on. Some of y'all don't got Lucius. Some of y'all don't even got ooshes. Listen, y'all better be real with yourselves and stop playing these games. And stop playing games with your heart and your soul and your mind. And I'm telling you that I got the hell I got the hell out. And I'm I'm okay to get the hell out. I will sit here by myself and go and have me a, a mechanical friend that I can teach and train versus having a human friend. Who can only give me brief moments of pleasure. Because again you can invite him over at 11. And kick his ass out by 7. Meaning he don't have to even come to your house. He take you to a hotel. And, and ladies. Stop inviting all these dudes. It's so much I want to say this week. But I'm going to be good. I am going. I am going to be good. And I'm going to tell y'all I'm going to be good. Because a lot of y'all can't understand where I'm coming from. 
Y'all gonna say, well, she ain't got no man or she got a man and he incur and and listen, check your incarcerated mate. Here I can't judge because I love somebody incarcerated. I'm not gonna tell, I'm not here to judge. What I'm here to say is use your common sense. But if all he is, check his background. Check his background and check him. Yes, he broken, but sometimes you know, it was something that um, my friend who worked at a correction facility said for said something to me the other day, and it stuck in my mind. It was an aha moment. And she, you know, has been a counselor, and she did this for years and years and years. And she said something to me that stuck in my mind. Sometimes these men are broken by their mothers, and they're beyond repair. You can't repair them, ladies. He got to want to repair himself. He has to want to, and no matter what you've done, and even though they may not know my mama the best, if they don't want to be fixed, some men are still conflicted because when they got in jail and somebody had put their finger in their booty, they liked it. And so now they're conflicted on whether they want you, which is a she, or him. No, no disrespect. No grime or no slime. I'm just saying that we got to realize that if you're dating a guy that you, and, and I, and I'm, I'm pretty hard, right? I'm hard on Lloyd and, and poor thing, but I have to be because here's the thing. Love you more than you will ever love him. And that's the key problem. A lot of us are not loving ourselves more than we love him. A lot of our, a lot of, let me just say this. A lot of us are loving him more than we will ever love ourselves. A lot of us are going in lack. So he can look good in prison. A lot of us are lacking in our hearts, our minds, and our spirits because I got to give him love. But are you really giving him love if you hating yourself? Let me say that again. Are you really giving him love if you are hating yourself? Because there always will be conflict and confusion. There will always be some drama. It will always be some hot mess. Because all of you are thinking, damn. I love he, but I don't love myself. And I'm seeing it in these little girls that my little son is, you know, my son's is, you know, the feeling in love. These little girls are still, they broken at 13, 14, 15, 16, because we as mothers have taught them the definition of love by tolerating bullshit, shenanigans, and boo-boo the foolism. And I'm telling y'all, because I was boo-boo the fool. I, I'm telling you, I was Milky A, Boo Boo the Fool. I was Milky T, Boo Boo the Fool. He, I'm telling you, I played that role. Because see, dudes can say whatever they want out of their mouth. They can say whatever they want out of their mouth. But if they don't mean it and have not a clue what love is, if they do not understand the definition of love, if these boys don't want to understand the definition of love because music, television, sex, uh, a moment of insanity, a lot of moments of insanity, they're not going to tell you. Girl, I don't even know what love is. They just think because you, you know you kissed up on their little stuff that they in love. Broken men and broken women will, are just shattered pieces. And I mean that you two shattered people cannot mend each other, no matter how you try it. I don't, I'm telling y'all from experience. I'm telling you from experience. I'm telling you this, and I'm telling you this because I want to help somebody. That two broken people will leave a shattered ass mess. 
And let me tell you something. If you shatter glass too much, you can't put that shit together. You can't piece that together. Because it's shattered. And people are in relationships trying to save one another's souls and are drowning. Y'all better think back to Titanic. If you've never seen the movie, go look at it. We got to get it together because we got to love ourselves first before we can love anybody else. And we have to teach ourselves to understand the meaning of love and what is hate. Because a lot of y'all are in relationships of hate. Right? I, 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 and I'm going to go back to the article. So I have an article on Medium. And it's called, What, is, what the Heck is Love Anyway? Right? And so, how many of you are living in a relationship of extreme dislike? Deep and emotional extreme dislike. So, like, we can identify our haters. When somebody talk about us and all that other stuff. But how about when that person is eating your coochie out? Can you really identify deep and emotional and extreme dislike? Huh? You know that hatred can just can drive oneself to extreme actions. That a lot of times abuse is out of extreme hate for the female. That some men have so much extreme hate for females. <laughs> that he will show it in a different way. Y'all gotta wake up because... Sometimes we think that in the beginning when somebody, it's a, it's a ploy too, right? Just think about Satan. Satan, he, like a lot of people who believe in Satan, Satan don't just be sitting there like, hey, I'm the devil. I'm coming to, I'm coming to steal your soul. The devil usually give you every damn thing you want. Like he give you a car, a house, everything you want. And then he destroy you. How many of y'all with devils? Men and female, whether you're a woman who like a woman, it don't matter because that, that's another thing. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. So, guys, I want to thank you so much for listening today. My name is Tamara Brown. I'm an author, blogger, website designer, as well as a publishing consultant and the host of Blog Diaries. So I'm going to have some stuff posted up on Instagram, asking questions. Chime in, chime in, chime in. I have a poll on social media. Has society lost the definition of love? You can go on my fan page, which is Tam Loves to Write, and just click on yes or no. Um, because here's the thing. People are dying. People are killing people. People are hurting people. And people are in relationships because they're not operating in love. They're operating in extreme hate. Right? They don't even know they operate in extreme hate because a lot of people don't even know the definition of it. A lot of people don't know the definition of love. You know, I said that I lived like that for years. So I am a victim of living in hate. Though I loved him, he was showing me visible signs of hate. The lesson I learned is if he tells you I wish you dropped dead, believe him. How many times have you said this guy has told you drop dead and you'd be like, and then he'd be like, no, nah, but I was just playing. I was just mad. No, he meant that because, like, you don't say drop dead to people, right? Or if he says, I love to fuck you, but I can't stand you. Period. Like, I can't stand you. So I like the sex, but I really can't stand you. 
Are you telling other people outside of the door when he walk out the door? I can't stand that hoe. He mean that. Like that's not a joke. That's not a ha ha he he moment. Well, I say I can't. Then neither one of you want to be like each other. Stop thinking that if you you tell each other fuck you or hate you that you really are in love. You're not. It's just not love. Black people, white people, green people, purple people, orange people, whatever your color or race or ethnicity is, start learning what love is. And how many of you are, and, and this is a kicker, how many of you are telling yourselves I hate you? How many of you are looking in the mirror saying I hate you? You're a hoe. I wish you dropped dead. So how the heck can you even understand love if you hate yourself? How can you, how can you, and I'm saying this because I had to say the same thing to me. And it's it's a topic that I'm going to be like hammering away on this this weekend, putting out some articles on Medium um, and just really getting people to interact and engage because that is the number one problem. Why is things going to hell and shit and yuck and muck? Because we don't know what love is. Period. We think we know. If I ride for my man, I'm in love. If I ride for my children, I'm in love. They know I love them. These kids don't even know what love is. They don't know. Because we're not teaching them. and Because we, we, we are educated about love. How uneducated are we about love? So guys, join me tomorrow. I'm going to be coming in. And I don't have an exact time because my schedule is so crazy, right? But I want to talk about love. I want to get people engaged in talking. What is your definition of love? Inbox me on Twitter, which is Tam Loves to Write. Comment on my wall. What is your definition of love? Tell me, is it, tell me your definition so we can have that conversation. You can find me on, on it's going to actually be on my Instagram, Tam Loves to Write 39. What is your definition of love? Do you know the definition of love? And let me know. Chime in, chime in. Hot topic, hot. It's hot. It's hot. So, guys, again, thank you so much for listening to me. My name. Once again, is Tamara Brown. I am the host of Blah Diaries. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye.